Hey, it's your girl, I'm D, and you are now listening to Celebrating the Bounce Back. Today is a very special day. Today, I have two amazing women here to talk with me about loss. I have the behaviorist, author, children's advocate, Angel's mom, Dr. Radia Afif. What's loss to you? Loss to me is when something is missing. So it could be a person, it could be a thing, a situation. It's just something is gone. And personally, you know, I've experienced loss of twins um, at five months. And also on the flip side of that, loss of, you know, being able to be a mother, becoming a mother in that situation. Wow. So thinking about the loss, how did you know that it was as deep as it was, even to take it to the next level as of how it affected you as being a parent? Um, I knew it was lost because I just felt like something was missing, something that I had been expecting. Um, you know, I was expecting children. I was expecting to have this hectic little life with two twins. So that's kind of how I knew, you know, it was, it was deep. So that's how you knew that it was deeper than just a loss. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so what did you do or how did you overcome? Well, I did a few things. Um, and one of the things I did was I actually started a girls group called Girls Retreat. And I work with girls 8 to 17. And we go over different topics around, you know, social development, mental health issues, um, you know, physical physical development and different things like that just so I could help them as they transition into you know teenagers and into young women and kind of give them some of the background you know knowledge that I have and experience that I have as well and then I also wrote a book for other parents so even though I kind of missed that opportunity at that point you know not forever Mm -hmm. but you know at that point Um, I wanted to give a resource for other parents who may be experiencing, you know, just some growing pains with their children and, you know, some behavior, um, some behavioral issues. Wow. That is great stuff. That is very inspiring and encouraging. (laughs) And on that, we're thinking of that. um, How did you how were you inspired to come up with these ideas or these things to do? What made you do these things? Well, I feel like I have a lot of resources, right? So as far as just my knowledge and my experience, um, you know, traditional schooling, but also just life experience that I can share with others. So that's why I wanted to do the girls group, kind of pass along to young girls. Um, I see them a lot in the schools that I work in um, as a behavior specialist. I see you know, some people in the home as far as clients and then also just siblings of maybe clients I work with. So I definitely saw that the young women needed some extra support maybe outside of the home. And then as far as the book, I also saw that parents needed help. Mm. So, you know, it's a whole family thing. It's not just the child. It's not just the parents, not just the teacher. You know, it's kind of everyone involved need support and resources so 
I have two different things that'll not only help the child, but to help the parent as well. And hopefully teachers are professionals that work with children. Wow. You hear that, everybody? The plug for anybody can use these resources. Oh, and the name of the book is How to Train Your Parents. It's available on Amazon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So with this, what advice would you have to someone else coming up behind you or someone who may may have even experienced the loss? Um, Any advice to help them get through this or get to that next phase? I would say that loss does not always have to be negative. Um, You know, it can hurt us. Uh, We will grieve through loss, of course. Definitely, you know, respect that process. Grieve, um, you know, get the proper support that you need. But you can also have another side to loss. There's life after loss. It doesn't have to be um, your last chapter or the end of your story. So you can, you can overcome it. Um, you can continue to move forward. And celebrate. Yeah. Can we celebrate, ladies? Yeah. So. All right. All right. And celebrate. So in our celebration, could you just tell me your favorite moment or something that's most memorable in your process? I would say for girls retreat, it's definitely building those relationships with the young ladies and them being excited to come and wanting to give hugs. <laughs> and, you know, they, you know, can't wait to see me for our next session. So I really enjoy that and knowing that they took something valuable away from, you know, what we're doing. Wow, that's amazing. Gotta be such a joyous feeling. Uh, little kids always like me. They uh, <laughs> warm my heart with all their hugs and their love. Yes. Um. When you think about loss, loss can be looked at, was oftentimes looked at as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. And I just love that you hear that it can be something more positive. Are there any resources that you would like to share or you think would be beneficial to our listeners? I would definitely say my girls group is a resource. Uh, girls Retreat, we meet at Longcrest Recreation Center in Philadelphia, um, Philadelphia, PA, on the fourth Saturday of every month, so ages 8 to 12 are from 11 to 12, 8, 12 p.m. And then ages 13 to 17 is 12 to 1. And then also my book, like I mentioned before, How to Train Your Parents. I really talk about behavior, the functions of behavior, and I give interventions for parents. Some simple, some a little more difficult, but all things that you can do at home. And that's available on Amazon. All right. Thanks for that plug. So I need, I have two questions. Who, who can, whose child can join the girls group and whose parent can purchase that book? All right. So any female child between the ages of eight and 17 can join girls retreat. Um, you can register when you come into the recreation center and any parent, mm. mother, father and i will extend that to guardians as well even if you're not a biological parent but a guardian of a child as well as professionals who work with children so the book is very diverse for all of those groups of people all right well thank you thank you also joining life coach meditation mogul spiritual healer intuitive reader and former corporate executive Linda Marshall. Thanks for joining me today.
Linda Marshall, mm -hmm. could you let me know what's lost to you? Um, when I think about loss, I think about the absence of something that was once present. Mm -hmm. So it existed and now it no longer exists. That's how I, in my own head, process the phrase loss. Mm. So when you were in your process, how did you know or what brought you to getting that understanding? Well, um, my loss or my topic of what came up for me around this was when I left corporate America after working in that environment for 40 years and you realize that, you know, so much of our society looks at you by what you do. Um, it's based on your title and in some ways that's how you identify yourself. So to one day wake up and you don't have any of that that defines you and it's up to you to define you, it was that sense of, wow, the world that I knew, the person that I knew, that no longer exists. So for a day or two, maybe beyond a day or two, it was a bit weird and it felt like a loss to me. Hmm. Deep. So that seemed like that process could have been challenging mm -hmm. and trying to process through what to do next or what to do with those feelings. Mm -hmm. How did you overcome or what did you do? I kept thinking about, well, I guess I'm an optimist by nature. I kept thinking about the other side of that equation or that challenge. And the fact was I was free. Mm -hmm. So in the moments that I might think that something was lost, I'm like, you have an amazing opportunity. This is the first time in your life since you were a little kid that you get to wake up and decide what you do. You no longer have to worry about reaching milestones and am I a good student, am I a good employee, am I a good this? You're free. So it was to have that conversation with myself about the positives that came out of it is really was the starting point of how I, I think I shifted into seeing this as an, a wonderful opportunity. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. So funny that you say this wonderful opportunity. Mm -hmm. Could you share with us the opportunity that came? Oh, sure, sure, sure. So out of that, you know, I'd always been interested in, I'd say, the spiritual work. I was a certified instructor in the area of energy healing. And I just knew that I wanted to help people. And I wrestled with, well, do you go back and get a degree in psychology? Do you become a counselor? What do you be? Um, because I knew more than anything, I wanted to help people. And so with that, I decided as I went through um, training at the Deepak Chopra's Institute, I just wanted to help people transform their lives. And out of that, I came up with a practice that I call Reawaken, where I teach meditation, I'm becoming a certified life coach, and I'm doing all these other things really targeted at helping a person be empowered and find out and connect with who they really are at the soul level. Wow. That sounds like really amazing work. It's fine. <laughs> wow. So could you just tell me what the name of it is one more time? Well, my website is lindamarshall.org, but I call my practice Reawaken. Um, and I label it that because the work that I do helps you to connect first with the innermost part of yourself. As we connect, we begin to reflect. Somehow we start to see life differently. And as we start to expand our awareness and see our lives differently, it's amazing how the creativity just starts to open up to create new possibilities. 
And I like to call that a reawakening. Wow. So that's it. <laughs> wow, that sounds amazing. I'm feeling awake. Good. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Wow. So this weird reawakening, can anybody be reawakened? Can anybody join this? Anybody. So it, it doesn't matter what your education is, doesn't matter what your background is. All you have to say is, I'm interested. And so I have some people who say, I want to do everything that you offer. And then some people may say, I just want to learn how to meditate. So my model is flexible. I don't try to sell anyone anything. I try to meet you where you are and then to work with you on wherever it is that you want to go. So the answer is yes. All you got to do is have a, a little desire. And I think you can do it. Wow. So with that, could you take, so somebody, say somebody like myself, say I wanted to um, be reawakened and join. Is this something that's going to be extremely out of my budget? Can, can I do it? Is it, is it anybody can do it? For you, we'll give you a discount, but (laughs) (laughs) no, truthfully, my philosophy is um, to make things what I would call affordable. You know, if you make anything free, you find it has no value. Mm-hmm. So when you attach a price to it, it at least says a person is committed and willing to make some form of sacrifice. But I think most people who come to me um, would say that my pricing is affordable. So I want it to be accessible because my goal at the end of the day is to help people. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you. So. Um, if you could tell me or share in this whole process, what's your favorite or your most memorable moment? Mm-hmm. Or do you have one? I have two. Oh. So, and the first one is just that sense of working on a website. Like some of your listeners may be really tech savvy and I consider myself tech savvy, but this whole website marketing, all of that is more than a notion as they say. And so... Well, the most validating thing for me was someone who went to my website and then they met me and said, your website reflects you. And it's a it's an alignment. You're consistent. So that made me feel, okay, I did a good job at that. Then a funny thing that happened is I did a, a group called a Master Soul Group. And this was a group we met over three months. And I'd say some people at the beginning had never meditated, knew nothing about the power of intention, knew nothing about this concept of energy and you know aligning ourselves around our intentions. And so in our very last class, when I had everyone tap into their intuitive self and they actually did it and they actually got good information to help their, on their peers in the class, I laughed to myself because the one guy said, you know, this stuff really works. <laughs> so for me, it was validation to say, here's someone who had no concept in week one. And by the time we got to our last session, he could definitely see value in the work that was being done. Wow. I know that part made you feel really good to see that your work was really, um, really being taken in the right way. People are really getting something from it. Are these the type of things that compel you to keep going? Oh, for sure. For sure. When I close my eyes at the end of my life, I want to know that I did well. I want to know that I helped someone. And so when you know the work that you're doing is giving people chances, hope, opening up them to see parts of themselves that they may not have previously seen, that is what inspires me to do what I do. Mm, Wow. Amazing. It sounds like you've got it figured out. Well, you know, every day is a day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
So when you think about everything that you're doing, all of this great work, I know there um, can be challenges or maybe roadblocks that come into the way with people's um, thoughts or beliefs. Could you think of any common myths about laws as you know it? You know, that's a, that's a tough question. And, uh, and, and thinking through that myths around laws, the thing that stood out for me is that there's a myth that you just get over it. Mm-hmm. There's a myth, just suck it up and it'll all be okay. Mm-hmm. There's the myth that this is what life is about. And to all of those statements, there may be a shred of truth. But as I've processed many losses in my life, and I've observed friends also have their losses, and it could be a wide variety of things, I'd say the myth is that you just get over it, that you need to process it. You need to treat that loss with respect. You need to kind of have its wake and have its funeral. And then if you find that you're not able to move past despair, you need to get help. Right, so many people are walking around with pain of unresolved issues associated with loss. So the myth is you just get over it. The truth is you may sometimes need some help if you can't process that on your own. Wow, thank you. With that, what advice would you give some to someone wanting to be awakened? Just you know, I'd say visit my website. <laughs> Could you tell me the website again? It's- www.lindamarshall.org and then reach out. I'm approachable. Thank you. Thank you. You hear that? Don't be a stranger. Don't be shy. (laughs) She's available. When thinking about loss as a whole, I like to just sum up what I think you said. Loss of loss of identity Mm -hmm. um, from based off of where you were in your life Mm -hmm. and now coming into where you feel like you belong and now starting this website where you can help other people Mm -hmm. find purpose and where they are and be reawakened. I think you summed it up perfectly. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, thank you, Ms. Marshall, for sharing. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Ooh, thank you. I thank you both for coming in and sharing all of your lovely stories, your new business endeavors, and all of your community ideas and activities. You can find Linda's Marshall at www.lindamarshall.org. And you can find Dr. Afif at the.org behaviorists on Instagram. Thank you for listening to Celebrating the Bounce Back. Check out our website for show notes and links. Subscribe. Tell a friend. You too can bounce back.